good day, New Source One, Michiana. This is Sylvia. I am the New Source One Michigan Director of Wells Acre for Michiana One One. Hope you get a chance to enjoy some of the fun events that are happening over the next few weeks. Hope you get a chance to go to some of the Halloween events, trunk or treats that are happening through the whole month of October. Today is trick or treating for different cities. Be sure to check out your local city's ways of communication to determine when and where your trick or treating hours will begin. Take care and have a wonderful week. You're having a good day today on this Monday here in Elkhart. It is foggy and rainy in line with the area schools are on a two-hour delay. Not a good way to start off a Monday and it's also Halloween. But today's devotions is going to talk about blessings. We are approaching November 1st tomorrow, the month of giving. Sometimes the month of November, people forget about. It's just a it's just our month. They jump right over from Halloween directly into Christmas, and Thanksgiving is left out. Don't know why that is, but a lot of times Thanksgiving is left out. You hear people will start putting on Christmas decorations November first, but what about Thanksgiving? Why is Thanksgiving so left out? Who knows. But there's a lot that happens in the month of November that just overlooks. How can you be more aware of November, of what November brings? November and December happen to be my favorite months. November kicks off the month of blessings and thanksgiving. There are 30 days. That is 30 ways to show happiness and to show your neighbors you care you can do 30 days of blessings there's a lot that happens between Halloween and Christmas that we just overlook that 30 days of November what happened to November why are we don't talk about November what are some things that you are thankful for what are ways that you can bless others a lot of people will do 30 days of blessings or 30 days of Thanksgiving, which is you start off November 1st and you, simple, simple as can be, I am thankful for my friends. And you go all the way to November 30th, I'm thankful for my family. We all have 30 different things we can be thankful for, but we don't talk about them. They can be really something really small. Maybe it can be something big. Maybe it can be something that no one thinks about. Could be, I'm thankful for running water. We have running water here in the United States. Third world countries do not. We can look at something small and take it for granted. We all do it. It could be that we just don't think about November. How can we jump on November? And it's all over the world nation. November is forgot about. A lot of times you will see circularly today. Last doors will switch over to the to Christmas stuff. 
before the holidays even or for Halloween's even over with. But what happened to Thanksgiving? Why do we skip over Thanksgiving? We skip over it. It's natural. But we all need to take a step back and realize the importance of November and what November can bring. So let us not forget about Thanksgiving. Let us not forget about the month of November. There are 30 blessings every day that we take for granted during the month of November that people just don't think about. For one, November 1st, the first blessing you could say is, I'm thankful to be alive. The minute you wake up on November 1st, you're alive. You eat food. We have more in America that people are so... that they don't think about their month of November. Yes, there are third world countries that do not have Rwanda water. They don't have the necessities that we have. But they're thankful for what they do have. They are the most thankful people. They don't get upset. They work with what we have, what they have. And if we could get our mindset to those in third world countries, we realize that we all have something in common. We all have the love of Jesus in our hearts. Whether or not you believe in Jesus, it's clearly, clearly up to you. But we know Jesus as a Lord and Savior. A lot of us are thankful for him. Some of us don't even know Jesus, but that's okay too. I hope one day everybody gets to know who Jesus is. As we take a look back are the blessings coming up in the month of November. What is something you can do to remember the month of Thanksgiving? And the miraculous things that could happen during that month. There's a lot that happens between Halloween and Christmas, but we don't think about November. Whatever happened to November? So I challenge you to come up with 30 things that you can be thankful for during the month of November, starting November 1st through November 30th. What are the ways that you can bless, bless others? What are the ways that you can bless this world? Think about it. You have more in America than these third world countries have. Third world countries are more thankful, I believe, than us American people because they have, they work with what they have. They may not have the luxury items that we have, such as electronics and phones and technology, but they have each other. They have water, they have food, they have clothes, but they, or they make do. They make do with what they have. So let us take the time to remember November and not be such a rush to jump into Christmas. Take care and have a wonderful day.
Morning Sit Down, and today we're talking about the fifth annual Sleep Out for the Homeless. I'm joined by Calvin Johnson with Phi Beta Sigma, and this is something that you guys have done for the last five years. I even remember coming as uh, over there as a reporter and meeting you guys after a long yes. night's sleep. First of all, how are you doing this morning after spending all night outside? You know, you're a little tired, you're a little stiff, but it really is all worth it. Uh, the guys are excited about the work that we're doing. I think last night we had eight sleeping out uh, on the tent in, in the tents. And, you know, uh, I think uh, Andrew said we got down to 32 last night. Yeah. So, you know, it was a little chilly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we bundled up and we made it. But that was just a sampling for us of what the homeless go through on a daily basis. Yeah, and for people who haven't heard of your event before, do you mind uh, explaining what you guys do over at uh, your State Farm Agency building um, and what it represents? Okay, so this is a national initiative for the fraternity. So all over the world, there are people who are homeless, and the fraternity wants to bring uh, uh, a greater awareness to the plight of the homeless. Mm -hmm. And we are a service organization. So we want to make sure that we're serving our fellow man. So the goal is for us is to make sure that we're out collecting the items that the homeless need to survive the winter. Yeah. Uh, coats, hats, scarves, uh, thermal underwear, you name it. If you need it, they need it in layers in order to uh, survive the winter. And I think I heard Andrew say, I could be wrong, that the winter is going to be a little bit more severe. Or either I read that in the Farmer's Almanac. So it's even more important um, that we get people from Michiana to volunteer to bring out gently used items or even new items, and they can also uh, donate on our cash up site. Yeah, and, and you know, the interesting thing about this event, when I was just getting my start here in South Bend, that was one of the first events that I had gone to as our Saturday morning reporter, and you really do get a taste of, it's, it's just a small sample of what people who are experiencing homelessness uh, experience throughout the winter. You know, how can people get involved to bring those supplies, and what specific supplies are you looking for? Okay, so we're at 812 East Jefferson at Calvin Johnson State Farm Office. So if you can bring whatever items you have, and again, coats, uh, either new or gently used, uh, thermal underwear, sweatshirts, sweatpants, underwear, uh, T-shirts, socks, lots of socks, more socks, even the more socks. Because you think if our feet get wet, we get to go inside and yeah. change the socks. They can't. They have to change out. So we need to make sure that we supply them with plenty of socks, hand warmers, uh, even toiletries, um, all the way down to feminine products. We need it. And so if you can, we're out 24-7 since yesterday at 3 until Sunday at 3. We're going to be there collecting items. We're, going, we're determined to stuff the bus. Yeah, well, and those are a couple cold nights. How do you and the rest of the fellas you know, keep yourselves entertained and, and keep it exciting we, out there? We have fire pits that were donated by Lowe's. So we're grateful to Lowe's for their donation. So those fire pits help us. We, we, we burn the wood constantly. Constantly, the whole time we're out there, there's a fire going to stay warm. No different than the homeless would do in order to stay warm in weather like this. Yeah, and is there anything else that uh, Phi Beta Sigma does throughout the year that uh, support, uh, supports people who are going through homelessness and as well as this event even more? We will do uh, breakfast feeds on Christmas and Thanksgiving and then we do what we call drops uh, that throughout the winter uh, we'll just load up some food and yeah. water and stuff and just find people at different encampments and drop that off and then to determine if there are other needs that they have. And from that money that we've collected, 
we go get what they need. All right. And Calvin, I'm going to have you give me that address one more time that people need to know. A12 East Jefferson Boulevard, Calvin Johnson State Farm, big blue house across from Teachers Credit Union. All right. Can't miss it. Thanks so much, Calvin, for coming on the show. And if you want to learn more information about how you can be a part of this fifth annual Sleep Out for the Homeless and contribute to these efforts, you can head to our website a little bit after the show. We'll have a story up there with all the information. Almost 
like the craziest dream ever. Gosh.
sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs. And just like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween.
Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, coming to you this week from the city of Greenfield, the county seat of Hancock County. Specifically, I am in Greenfield's Depot Street Park and Amphitheater. This is a $2.5 million development that includes a green space, performing arts a pagoda, as well as connection to the rest of the community through trails and sidewalks. It was recently recognized as the top neighborhood revitalization project by the Indy Chamber and part of a calculated risk taken by the city. How am I going to bring things downtown? To have amenities in Greenfield, I have to invent them because I have no skiing, I have no mountains, I have no beach. It is an example of something we're seeing more of around the state. Cities and towns coming together, taking control of their futures with projects aimed at enhancing quality of life and making their communities a place where people want to live, work, and play. Small towns have long been part of the fabric of Indiana. Downtowns and town squares, the economic and social heartbeats of communities of all sizes. But a once booming manufacturing economy changed, and many Hoosier communities lost jobs, population, and in some cases, their spirit. There are indications that, that is beginning to change, thanks to engaged community leadership and tens of millions of dollars in state funding. This week, in nearby McCordsville, groundbreaking on the first phase of a $50 million McCord Square Town Center, what is envisioned as a mixed-use development to include residential, retail, and commercial development, green space, trails, and ultimately a new town center. That project supported by ready funding from the state. And joining me now with more on small town revival, the importance uh, of those uh, kinds of developments, pleased to be joined by Denny Spinner, the executive director of the Office for Community and Rural Affairs, a former mayor in Huntingburg, so you know full well how these projects can be important for communities. Denny, I think it's interesting to note the 60 of the 60 Indiana counties defined as rural, that connection, connectivity, if you will, to urban areas is unique. This is uh, something we found out in a study from both State University about the rural economic recovery that we're going through through our office. And what is interesting, Gary, is that the rurality de designation from the federal government covers a long, large area. But in Indy, Indiana, the 60 counties that are designated as rural are all within less than an hour of a, what's considered an urban county. So the, the dynamics that occur in Indiana are much different than our Midwest partners. And, and I think that's something that Indiana can leverage in taking advantage of that you can have a quality of life and be as rural as you want to be yeah. in Indiana, where it, but you can still be close enough to an urban center where you're, you're, you have an opportunity to expand and, and do things that, that only those type of centers can bring about. You talk about uh, the importance of attracting uh, uh, not jobs, but people. Right. People is, is really the key for, for a lot of these rural communities. We've, we're finding now, post-pandemic, that more people are working from home, more people are finding the, uh, uh, wanting to find a community where they feel the quality of life includes uh, health care and safety. But and if we attract those people to those communities, then that growth is going to happen because these communities need people more than they need jobs. Indiana has done a great job of providing a lot of jobs in our state, and now we're challenged with how do we fill those jobs. Just up the road, very close to here, McCorsville, right. big announcement right. this week, $50 million project right. that will essentially create a, a, a town center, right. if you will. Is that an important piece of it, too, creating an identity uh, for communities? One of the things that I ask my mayors and, and community leaders when I go out as, as a representative of Oak is how many people in your town and why do they live here? 
And the answer is always there's something unique about living in McCordsville or there's something unique about being in Greenfield. Find out what that is and create that energy based on what people love about your community already and what they're doing in McCordsville, building that town center, that place where you can come in and gather as a community, just like the park we're in right now. This is a place where the community can come and gather and have events and be social and enjoy that rural life that, that's, that, that's really unique to whatever, whatever town you're in. This project in Greenfield, uh, a byproduct of the Stellar Communities uh, project, the McCoresville project, the ready grant money, which is being spread around the state of Indiana. But at the same time, uh, the leadership in the community has to be present to make these things happen. Do you see that happening? Because a, a lot of communities have, have struggled over the years, small towns, some coming back with projects like this. Well, leadership development is part of what we also try to do at Oakhurst. That's I think that is what really makes a difference in these communities, is building capacity to take on projects such as these and and having those local leaders who want to step up they want to be involved but giving them the skills that enables them to make some of those tough decisions every once in a while that see something that can help the community move forward well, i have short time left but it's about attracting people but these kinds of projects tend to attract new business right as well well we're standing right here and in, 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 in this business we're standing here right next to this park was here because of this park they've expanded there there are more businesses coming and there are communities around our state that are doing the exact same thing through downtown preservation efforts whatever they're bringing more business which brings more people and brings more vitality Denny Spinner, the Executive Director of Okra, the Office of Community and Rural Affairs. Denny, thank you for a perspective, great perspective. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Gary. Well, another community in Hancock County really undergoing a bit of a transformation. It's about 20 miles from here, the town of Fortville, just north of Greenfield. The population there, just over 4,000. It's experiencing some significant growth. The downtown undergoing a really a big transformation, new streetscape, lighting, restaurants, and a mural on Main Street. And a total rebuild, really, of the key road leading through Fortville. Town leaders banking on that facelift to attract new business. Some of the and add to some of the storefronts that have sat empty or had sat empty for a number of years.
fun way to volunteer this holiday season? Did you know that across the nation and the world, you can simply volunteer to ring bells? If you would like to volunteer to ring bell for your local community, you can register at registertoring.com and you will be able to pick a city and location to ring bells. The holiday season for ring a bell starts different times. This Friday, November 4th, will kick off Elkhart City's ringing bell season. If you are interested in ringing bells, you can head over to registertoring.com or you can call Elkhart Salvation Army at 574 970 to get hooked up to ring them bells. Be sure if you see a red kettle out there anywhere that you just drop in a penny or two and help them raise money for the community and any needs that the church and the community needs to take care and have a wonderful day. Looking for a way to kick off the holiday events coming up in the next few months? Here's a good way to do that. You can attend Shipshawana Holiday Light Parade online on Saturday, November 5th at 7 p.m. Very simple. All you gotta do is search on social media, Facebook, for Shipshawana Holiday Light Parade 2022, and this will be an online event. When the event starts, you will find instructions for how to access the event on the event page. You can sit and interact with other guests and post questions on Facebook. Take care and have a wonderful day.
things God wants you to remember. I am there for you. I love you. I believe in you. I will not fail you. I will be with you. I will provide for you. I will bless you. I will give you rest. I will strengthen you. And I will answer you. Some things God wants you to remember. Remember, God loves you. God cares for you. And he is always there. 24, 365, 7 days a year. Take care and have a wonderful day. Here is a little message for the mom. Listen, just as you cultivate and fight for your kids, you have to fight for your heart too. Could you imagine telling your kids, yeah, your dreams? Don't worry about them today. You'll get, you'll get to them someday. They're not important. You wouldn't tell them that because you love them. You must love yourself too. It is that selfish to fill your heart, to follow your dreams too. You may be mom, but you are also unique, beautiful, full of talents and gifts. I seriously cannot think of a more beautiful lesson than showing our children to value our hearts. It starts with you. Take care.
Be with all the listeners, both near and far, and wherever they're listening in at. Be with them as they travel to and from wherever they're going, whether it's work, school, maybe they're going to a sports game. You know the need of everyone around us. Be with everyone who is suffering spiritually, that you walk beside them, and that they will be able to find somebody who they can trust to talk to about the journey. Be the ones who are suffering emotionally, whatever struggles they're going through. A lot of us are struggling emotionally, but we're afraid to tell other people about it. Be the ones who are struggling physically as they wait for upcoming news, whether it's surgery or maybe they're going through cancer. Maybe they just need a physical healing of trauma or something in life. Be the ones who are suffering socially, that they will be able to find ways to cope with social anxiety, whatever that looks like. And be the ones who are suffering mentally. There's a lot of mental illnesses going around that people are unaware of. We don't know what the person next to us is thinking. Be the ones who are using the mental illnesses as an excuse of why they can't function. Or we pray for the ones who will use mental illness 
that they can't do something because they have mental illness. They pray for ones who do have real, legit mental illnesses, that they will be able to get the help that they need, whatever help that may be. We reach out to people who bear help along the journey. Just be with everyone and everyone who needs prayer across social media, within Warring Light Machine or New Social Machine, wherever the prayer may be, we know the needs of everyone around us. In these names we pray, amen. God bless and have a wonderful week.